Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel. And I'm Melissa. And we are sisters. Hey, real quick before we start this episode, I just want to let our listeners know we were having some technical difficulties with my microphone. This is Rachel. And our audio quality is not going to be up to our standards for this episode, but we just decided instead of re-recording it, we would just let you know. Certainly you can still listen. It's not going to be like terrible to listen to. If it just sounds different than our other episodes, we're just letting you know why. And welcome back again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> I feel like I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Maybe I should say it. I should say something. <laughs> what, what would you say that's different than welcome back? Hey guys, we're again. super glad you're here. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, also, we're super glad you're here. <laughs> yes, we are super glad you're here. In fact, right now, before we even get started, if you have not taken time on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to review our podcast, our show, would you please take a minute and do that. You can even do it while you're listening. So I'm going to put it Mm -hmm. at the front of the episode so that you could take time to do it. It is so helpful. It's not that we want everyone to love us, even though we obviously do. And it's not that we want to see all those beautiful five stars, even though of course we do. It's part of an algorithm. And so it will shoot out our show to more people who like things like our show. And so it's like the more people engage with our show, the more the podcast apps will spit us out. So Exactly. So if you like us, we assume you want your friends to hear right. us. So That's right. this is a way of getting it into their ears. Yep. And if you're not following us on social media, head over to Instagram, head over to Facebook, please follow us and share us. Like the more you share, the more people are going to hear the things that we know are helpful to you guys. So yes. Yeah. So welcome today. What are Again. we talking about, Melissa? We're talking about self-discipline. Right. <laughs> she just found that out 14 seconds ago. <laughs> In my defense, I only know about a tenth of the time what we're talking about before we get on. She only knows 10% of the time. I literally make all these copious notes, all these scriptures. I send them to her through email. She's like, I didn't get that email. I'm like, what? And then she's like, oh, this one. Yeah, I got that. Well, she'll, okay, in my defense, for real, she'll say, I sent it yesterday. And I'm like, I never got that yesterday. And then I'm like, oh, it was a few days ago. I didn't know. That is is true. We're mothers. Days run together. Who knows what day it is? Yes. Also, just in case people are like, why is Melissa not pulling her weight? If we have, if you don't know this, this is the agreement. (laughs) Rachel does the research and the notes and I show up and chat with her. That is how we set this up. I did anticipate you would know at least the topic. Yes, I usually do too. I (laughs) took a nap until about 17 seconds before and I usually look at it right before we get on. Otherwise it doesn't stay in my head. So now we're talking about self-discipline and I think this is (laughs) such an important topic um, because I think both Melissa, I think both of us could say, but I know for sure I could say I have been a person completely out of like no sub, having no self-discipline, like out of control, self-control, like lacked that big time in my life. And I just know what a mess it has always made for me, both in my world, in my mind, in my faith. Like, Mm -hmm. also now I'm a mom. So it's like anything that we do poorly, our kids are seeing and it's rubbing off on them. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, My my side of lack of self-discipline has more to do with um, struggling to be disciplined in the hard. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I've been like out of control and made a mess of things. It's that life will be hard Mm -hmm. and I feel sink into a puddle and just want to get under the cover so I've had to learn how to have self-discipline no matter what I feel like or no matter what's going on around Mm -hmm. me so it's actually kind of cool that we're coming at it from completely different or you know ends of the spectrum yeah because like um 
for sure like my early 20s and mid 20s and maybe even into my late 20s maybe my whole 20s I'm not sure I just <laughs> really 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 it wasn't my late 20s I, it was definitely my first five six years of um being in my 20s because I know that because then I had Brighton when I was 25 and that is when I noticed wow I really don't have like any self-discipline in like any area yeah. and I was home all day I had a job-ish, like I worked from home, but it wasn't something I had that would get me out of the house very often. And right. it was then that I just realized I, and my husband worked eight hours a week and I just, was like, wow, I really just sit around all day with no discipline. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. Which is easy to do when you're just home by yourself. It is. Yeah. What's funny is now I'm 40. So 15 years later, I think most people in my life would say I'm one of the most disciplined people they know. Yeah. You would agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I'm very disciplined. And, but it took so much intentionality and I think it's so much better for my life. However, the pendulum always swings, at least in my life, Mm -hmm. I think most people's Mm -hmm. and I became too rigid in certain areas. Right. And so Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not healthy either. So we definitely Mm -hmm. think self-discipline, self-discipline is something we all should work towards. However, recognizing too far or too rigid, like too legalistic, like all of that harms us just as much. Yep. And again, like everything harms the people around us just as much. (laughs) Lack of discipline and too much overly zealous discipline can be equally harmful to the people around us. Yep. Exactly. So um, we got a couple of things we're going to talk about today. So like, first of all, like, well, does it really matter? And obviously we have said in our lives, it does, but like, Mm -hmm. what does the Bible say? Like, does it really matter? Yeah. And so in Proverbs 25, it says a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. So way back in the day, like all these cities would have these huge walls. I'm sure as you can imagine, like medieval times, right? And it's like, you have to conquer mm-hmm. the wall to get into the city. That was their protection. It's yeah. for protection. And so a city that's been broken into and the walls have been toppled down. Well, that is a city that is chaos. That's a city that's vulnerable. That's a city that's met a mess and open to more attacks. Mm-hmm. So it says that's what it's like for us when we have no self-control is we are all of those things, vulnerable, open to attack, like chaos, messiness. Self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Well, the verse says yeah. self-control. Oh, sure. And yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, I'm like self-control and self-discipline go hand in hand. They're mm-hmm. not exactly the same. But to right. me, you need self-control to be self-disciplined. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I think if you're lacking self-control, you have to be lacking self-discipline, wouldn't you say? Probably. I mean, maybe I'm like trying to think. Maybe it's not a hundred percent of the time, but to me, they, yeah. they have been so hand in hand in my own life that if I'm yeah. lacking in one, I am lacking in the other. Yeah, yeah. And definitely, like self control talks about like doing things you shouldn't, and self discipline is like doing the things you know you should usually, right? Mm-hmm. And so they are different, mm-hmm. but you know, I think they go hand in hand. So I think that verse is yeah. perfect for talking about self discipline because it comes with that self control piece. Correct. I'm not looking at the verse. And so I didn't even hear. And so I just sure. was thinking you misspoke. So I was just making sure well, we were the saying. The Bible, oh gosh, to my knowledge, doesn't ever use the word self-discipline. It talks about discipline and it talks about self-control. Mm-hmm. And so to me, mm-hmm. when I read the verses about self-control and discipline, they merge together for me. Blend then, together, yeah. Yeah, the next verse mm-hmm. that I was going to share is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So like, we know love is good. We know power is mm-hmm. good. I mean, obviously if it's used correctly, um, but it, and it's the, uh, and self-control goes with those two and it's the opposite of fear. And so having mm-hmm. the self-control, having the self-discipline goes hand in hand with having power and love and the opposite of fear, which I think we all want. Yeah. 
Yeah. I and then of course, I mean, most of us know if you haven't heard the fruit, of the, the fruit of the spirits, you know, there's a bunch mm-hmm. of them, but one of them is mm-hmm. self-control. Self-control. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible is pretty clear. Like we need to be people who are in control. And if we're lacking self-discipline, we don't have the control that I think we need. Do you think I'm like off base here? I'm having a hard time deciding what you think. <laughs> no, I'm, I, <clears throat> so when I think of, I, I agree that these verses fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking through that, like I'm thinking of someone who struggles with self-control as someone who like flies off the handle right. and struggles with their emotions mm-hmm. and is not great at, um, you know, containing whatever's raging inside. Right. Of mm-hmm. And, and when I think of self-discipline, um, I, I think of, okay, it's good to get out of bed in the morning. So get out of bed and take a shower. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like having those things that, uh, you know, that are more for like our taking care of ourselves. Yeah. So th- I was just like blending those together in my yeah. head as I'm listening. Well, I just looked up the definition <clears throat> of self-discipline. It says the ability mm-hmm. to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses, the ability to pursue mm-hmm. what one thinks is right, despite temptations to abandon it. Yes. So like, yeah, that is that like self-control. Sense. It is. Yeah. yeah. I totally yep. get what you're thinking. Like, because mm-hmm. you're right. A person who like flies off the handle and rages, they are mm-hmm. out of control. They have no self-control. Right. But if you think about like eating or working out or reading. You have to have self-control for that, which is also the same as discipline. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. We cleared that up. <laughs> yeah. I Sometimes when another word comes in yeah. during us talking, it makes me have to just right. like. You can't just jump back on. Up and, you got to think about. Yeah. And I just want to be yeah. like, am I on the same page? Are we in the same spot? Well, and there might <laughs> and be people are. listening who are like, wait, wait, wait. I thought we were talking about self-discipline. They might be having the exact right. same thoughts as you. Whereas there might be yeah. people listening who are like, yeah, I was with Rachel. I thought those two were yeah. like, essentially the same yep. even though they can be different so yeah exactly so we've got we got all of we you hopefully got you all covered. we got you all covered <laughs> please let us know if you're in a different category <laughs> yeah so the second point we want to talk about is like being out of control in an area of our life usually results in sin so mm-hmm. if we're out of control with money right we spend mm-hmm. too much or we hoard it that both of those things yep lead to sin, the love of money. Mm -hmm. Um, If we're Mm -hmm. out of control with the way we view our body, like we love Mm -hmm. it too much. We think about it all the time. It's Mm -hmm. a big part of it. Or we hate it so much. Or we hate Mm -hmm. it so much. We can't have it be in any photos or you can't look in a mirror. Mm -hmm. That's just self-consumption. And so that is, Mm -hmm. that is sin. And it's something I've really had to come to terms with in the last few years and food and alcohol and gossip and lust. If we're out of control in one of those areas, Mm -hmm. it results in sin. And I think that that's really important for every one of us to hear and really take in because mm-hmm. it's really easy to be like, oh yeah, I just, you know, eat more candy than I should. Or I just, mm-hmm. I never get up and move my body. I, you know, a thousand steps a day, or I just, mm-hmm. you know, I drink too much and, mm-hmm. uh, or I just, it's a little gossip. Like all of these things that many of us do, we think mm-hmm. of them as just normal human behavior. And mm-hmm. they are because yep. sinning is normal human behavior, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's good and holy and it doesn't mean it's pleasing to God. And so yeah. I think all of us, myself included, like I felt very convicted when I wrote this, like these notes, because I was like, there are things I definitely need to work on here mm-hmm. that are yeah. out of control in my life and are leading to sin. And yeah. acknowledging that I think is really important. Not just being like, oh, I have this little problem. It's like, no, this is literally sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first Corinthians nine twenty seven says, I discipline my body and keep it under control lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. 
So this is Paul saying like, basically I have to keep myself in check because people can see what I'm doing. And here mm -hmm. I am like preaching the good news. And I'm saying, I stand up for faith and Jesus and all of that, the gospel. And then if I turn around, it's going to be really obvious to people like, Hmm, are you exactly what you say you're preaching? And this is really convicting to me because I really like the swear words sometimes. <laughs> I love Jesus, but I swear a little. And I mean, there's nothing in the Bible that says these words are bad. They're, they're made up bad words, but I know it's mm -hmm. bad and I use them and I can't. It's not like I can't. Well, you know, they're not necessarily honoring they're, yes. the and, people you're speaking to or speaking about. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And I've done. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm swearing all the time. Like, I really am not swearing all the time, but I just don't not swear. Yeah. I don't not swear either. No. I mean, and, and I mean, okay, so this is, this is where we're going to just put a pause as everyone's listening and they're going to, I need everyone to listen to both Rachel and I say, we're not saying if you swear, you're bad. We're not saying if you drink, you bad, right. you're bad. We're not saying if you shop, you're bad. We're not saying if you, if you what? indulge with food sometimes, shop. shop, like go shopping, oh. over shop, over shopping can be a thing. I didn't, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, so it's all, these are always a little bit of a fine line or a, like a fine line to walk because we never want to side on the side of legalistic right, never. and like you need to have a checklist. Mm -hmm. And if at the end of the night right. you're like, mm, today I was bad because I did all these right. things. I, I know that we say this all the time, but I feel like I have to say you it every, every time. single this time. Is not what we're saying. No. What we're always talking about is that, you know, that place in your spirit and deep inside of you that catches when you hear anyone bring up a topic mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, I know that's that that's got a hold on me. Mm -hmm. That's what it, it's talking about. Like if you know, like, okay, so does Rachel like to the swear words? Yes. Could she stop right now? If, if, if she was just like, don't ever swear again, again. I mean, mm -hmm. she could go without swearing ever again. And, and so sometimes it's just the right thing to say is to swear. <laughs> sometimes it's the only way you can communicate what you're trying to say. <laughs> I mean, anyway, we think even our mom, we think even our mom's gotten aboard with that thought a little bit, which says a lot. She is not going to like that when she hears that. Just sometimes she'll say, you're right. That's the only word you can say I that have, describes. What she doesn't saying. say them. She just agrees that when you were saying them, yes, it, it, that that is the one that what you mean. Yes. Guys, we're not so our point, I know it sounds like we are. We're not. But also we do not condone legalism. We condone legalism exactly. even less than swearing. Exactly. This is true. This is exactly it. This yeah. is exactly it. And and so we're just saying that um, you know, clearly God created us to live in a a, a place of freedom and a place right. where we can freely share who he is with the people around us. Like that's like our ultimate mission right. here is to share who he is. Mm -hmm. Go and tell people about who he is. And the enemy hates that. So he wants to do anything he can to get in our way. And the best way he can do that is for us to sabotage ourselves. Right. And that is where lack of discipline comes in. Lack of control mm -hmm. comes in. We can sabotage ourselves so easily in so many ways. And sometimes it affects other people directly. And sometimes it's just about how we then engage with other people. Mm -hmm. Like if I know that I'm secretly eating way too much all the time, I'm, I'm binging and I'm hoarding and I'm, and I have, you know, and then I'm throwing up because I'm trying not to gain weight because I don't want people to see, but I'm like hiding containers of food. Mm -hmm. Clearly that is a lack of discipline and a lack mm -hmm. of control that is going to prevent me from being good news to people, even if they don't see right. it because the enemy is using it to have a hold on mm -hmm. me. So that's what well, we're talking about. And on the flip just, side, if your issue with discipline is being on time and you hurt your children mm -hmm. because you cause stress or anxiousness in mm -hmm. them as they're right. always late everywhere they go and they have to explain everywhere they go, yep. then that's when our issues with lack of self-discipline affect those around us. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So if you're, yes, if your lack of control or discipline is in the way you respond to things and you get angry right. really easily and you make mm-hmm. a big scene, even if it's just in your home, yeah. you're, it, you're, that's going to affect your kids. Right. That's going to affect your spouse. Right. That's going to, they're not going to trust you quite the same. They're, they're not going to feel comfortable coming to you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah. these things. Um, and so Being sometimes better. it can start in these small ways, mm-hmm. like swearing, mm-hmm. like Rachel's saying, and it can just balloon into something really big. Right. And yeah. So, so thank you for all of that. All of that was so good. But mm-hmm. also thank you for saying we are not, this is not a checklist. This is a you and like the Holy spirit need to get, mm-hmm. get together and discuss. Yeah. What exactly is that thing that like, Ooh, I know that's my thing. And mm-hmm. what do you need to do about it? This is, you know, there are personal convictions and biblical convictions. Ex- exactly. What are the things that we're doing that it's like, that's unbiblical, mm-hmm. right? Like gossip is unbiblical. Like, Right. You know, we know, I know, we know people who are like, I will not listen to secular music mm-hmm. because I can't handle right. it for whatever it's reason. What, it's not unbiblical, but they can't handle right. it. Well, that's not, that's between them and, and God. Right. If you're like, I love secular music. I love all Same. the, like, I that's totally fine. That's because, because their conviction is not your conviction. Right. So, and so, mm-hmm. but yeah, so we're just saying an area that we're out of control in, be it spending or, you know, drinking yep. or gossiping or, Mm-hmm. thinking all the time about food or enviousness yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Those things, when they're unchecked, they do lead to sin yes. in all of our lives. Mine and because lack of control is ultimately unbiblical. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. um, and then the last verse, well, I guess I have a couple more, but one thing I want to say is, so the opposite of self-discipline, I think this is really important is the opposite of it is self-indulgence. Mm-hmm. And so we might be like, well, yeah, I'm just not very disciplined in that area. But then are we self-indulgent? We're spending, yeah. you know, I think I probably don't even necessarily need an example. I think we all know what self-indulgence looks like. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, the, and then that self-indulgence produces the works of the flesh. And so mm-hmm. any, any lack, any lack of self-control, unchecked self-control is inevitably going to result in something sinful. And it talks about the Mm -hmm. works of the flesh in Galatians five. And it talks about all these different things, but he's like, I warn you as I did before that those who live like this, you know, they're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Now I don't exactly understand what that means because I am Mm -hmm. under the impression once you're saved, you're saved. But Mm -hmm. this is a pretty strong warning coming from Paul Mm -hmm. and about the works of the flesh and being very, very careful that, they don't overtake us that we have control over these things in our life so that they don't overtake us mm-hmm. and like make us further from Jesus, make us further mm-hmm. from, you know, more in Satan's camp than Jesus camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we don't want to be there. That's not a good place. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then first Corinthians ten twenty three. I love it in the amplified Bible. It says all things are lawful. That is morally or legitimate or permissible, mm-hmm. right? All things are permissible. We have this freedom to kind of do mm-hmm. whatever we mm-hmm. want. I mean, yep. that's what the Bible says. Technically. But yeah. all things are not beneficial or advantageous. Right. All things are not yeah. good for us. All things are yes. lawful, but not all things are constructive to our character right. and edifying to our spiritual life. Mm-hmm. And I think and this goes oh, that ahead. sums up exactly what we're saying. Hey, we're not telling mm-hmm. you what to do or not to do. The Bible says kind right. of all things are lawful. However, right all things are not the best for our spiritual life, for our character growth, for our, our relationships yeah. with other people. Yeah. What were you going to say? Well it, it, well, it goes back to, I mean, th- that is, God gave us free will. He said, 
I'm not going to tell you how to live. I'm not going to tell you what you have to do. I'm going to give you some really good instruction, Mm -hmm. but technically you can do whatever you want. It's your decision. But if you want to have the cleanest way of living and the most free way of living and the, the, the one that produces the most joy and the most fulfillment, I have these things that will, you know, that, that will help you. So that is where the permissive, yeah, lawful, but not necessarily beneficial. And I think that's, it's because I think it's easy for us to make um, excuses for why things are okay, yes. um, even just in our own mind, you know. And well, I mean, I know I definitely do it. Absolutely, and I mean, we can justify almost anything mm-hmm. to almost anybody, right. especially ourselves. Exactly. And so, exactly. Yeah. So, but if you but if you mirror it up against the is it beneficial, whew, that can take on a whole different feeling and right it's harder to justify it when you're thinking but is it beneficial yes well and is this furthering my spiritual life is this making me closer Mm -hmm. to jesus or taking me away from it so like i started a book club because everyone i knew was in one but not everyone but a lot of people and everyone's book club was like full so i was like well i'll just start one and i had like 12 women who were like i'm not in a book club i'd love to be in your book club yeah so we did one last year we did this and now we're doing it this year and i love it because i'm getting to see like all these different authors and read all these different genres i haven't but my one thing was like, no, like trashy, smutty, sexy. Yeah. Do I like reading sex scenes? I do. I really do. I like watching them <laughs> on the movies, all of them, but it is not good. I'm not a prude. It's not because I'm a prude. It's because I like it too much. And I don't think that that's right. healthy for me. And you know, right. anything you're looking at that's, or doing that's not good for you, you always need a little bit more. Right. And I'm just like, that's yeah. not a road that I can go down. And so I was like, hey, I don't care what right. you guys read, but we're not going to read those in our book club. And for me, it's not a prudish thing, like the secular music. Right. Song. Oh, I'm so holy. It's like, no, it's because I'm so prone to fall into sin. <laughs> it's yes. like, Ex- that's exactly it. It's often not because we think we're too good mm-hmm. to partake in X, Y, or Z. It's because we know what will happen right. to us if we do. Right. And that is just wisdom, mm-hmm. you guys. I mean, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of people who are really on, you know, celebrating and being very verbal about, I don't drink mm-hmm. either. I don't drink anymore or I don't drink at all because I know it, I don't like what it does to mm-hmm. me. I don't like how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And once upon a time you would have been looked down upon maybe like, Oh, you goody goody. Mm-hmm. Or you're just, you know, you think you're better than me or whatever. And it's really, but it, thankfully it's become, I mean, cause anytime someone stands up for themselves and says, I don't want to do this right. because you don't even need to know why, <laughs> but, but for them, they just know it's not the right thing for them. Right. We should celebrate that. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because it's mm-hmm. just because someone has chosen something for themselves doesn't mean they think everyone else should be doing it. Like, Correct. I love to work out and I think everybody would feel better if they work out, but like, I don't mm-hmm. care if people work out or not. That's like their right. prerogative. I, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to go to my fitness classes because yeah. I like how it makes me feel. And there is no amount of me that's like, well, everyone should do this. Now I do think scientifically our bodies need to move our heart rates need to get up but that's not the right. same as judging that's just like oh everybody no. will feel better if they work out yeah. and i think most people yeah. know when they work out they feel better but also right just because i have chosen to be self-disciplined in that area does not mean it's like um well why isn't everybody else doing it and yeah. and that's important yeah. too when in an area that mm-hmm. we are self-disciplined in we need to be very careful that we're not putting it on other people yes we yes exactly yeah because that's um, that's that, where legalism comes in and, and, and the place I think we do that the worst is with our spouse Oh, <laughs> when we get good at an area, but our spouse doesn't. And we're like, Oh, look at you not being where I am. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Just kidding. Oh my gosh. That's funny. And the last point we're going to talk about today is like ignorance is not an excuse. 
Um, so some examples like Adam and Eve in the garden, you know, they, they stepped into this lack of discipline by doing something they weren't supposed to, and they were not excused from the consequence. We are not excused from their consequence. The entire world is not excused from the consequence because they were ignorant and Except for they weren't ignorant. They were told very clearly what to do or what not to do. They just chose to be ignorant. Like they knew yes. not to eat from the tree of yes. good and evil. So I don't mean yeah. So I don't mean they were ignorant in the sense that they didn't know. They were ignorant in the sense that they bought into a lie instead of seeking the truth. Like they could have gone back mm-hmm. to God and been like, okay. So when you said that, we just talk to more be, about this. Just to be clear, <laughs> yeah. what did you say? Can we talk more about this? Right. I'm Instead, they just listened to someone blindly yeah. and like there was no that. Ig- I mean, so maybe it wasn't maybe it's not ignorance. Maybe that's not the right way to say it. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's like they didn't know what was going to truly happen because right. they didn't understand what God meant because they didn't have no, they didn't understand. And when Correct. they did, it was like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. And it's like, well, yeah. There's still consequences or like yeah. a speeding ticket. Like if you're in a mm-hmm. 30 mile an hour and you think it's 45 and you get pulled over, you still get a ticket. Like, yeah. you know, you can mm-hmm. say it's I did your job to pay attention to the signs on the road. <laughs> exactly. And know how fast you're going. Yeah. yeah. Or if someone says, hey, this gallon of ice cream is fat free and like almost no calories and you eat the whole gallon, <laughs> there are going to be consequences. I would say stomach aches, diarrhea, maybe some weight gain. I don't know. But like. Just because someone changes a label or says to you it's different. Like, Mm -hmm. we really are not excused by our ignorance. And so it's, like, important Mm -hmm. that we're paying attention and not justifying things to ourselves. Because when when someone says, like, oh, this I think that's the right way to say it. We're not excused by our justification. Yeah, that's probably a better way to say it. Yeah, Yeah. because I I do see where you're going with ignorance, but I don't think it always applies. Mm -hmm. Most things anymore I don't think we're super ignorant about because we have – the ability to know more mm-hmm. at our fingertips all the time. Right. It's more that we justify the reason why we don't know more or why we didn't know exactly what was going on. Right. Or why we chose to do it without asking. Yeah, questions. that's yeah. true. Just our justification. And yeah, I'm really good at that. So mm-hmm. good at it. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy. Well, I mean, I, I even will hear like my kids do it about just simple things like, you know, like why they chose to buy something that they bought, which they totally could buy. Like they had no reason to justify it, but they sit and list all the reasons why they, and I say, yes, my daughter's the worst. (laughs) I was like, she always tells me when she buys something, there's always like seven reasons why she was able to buy it. (laughs) Yeah. And I've really challenged her. I'm like, if you feel good about buying it, just buy the thing. Yeah. Don't Mm -hmm. explain it to anybody because it's a habit that you get into with all areas yeah. of your life. And now you're justifying yeah. everything. And if you don't feel good about it, justifying it doesn't make it better. Does not make it right. better. Exactly. If anything, yep, it just exactly. makes it worse. You just like heaped more right. on top of it or whatever. And yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh gosh, it's so funny. Well, yeah. I love the verse in Hebrews 12, 11. It's talking about discipline, but self-discipline is discipline. It's just discipline mm-hmm. we kind of choose to embark on. For ourselves. Yeah. yeah. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. So before I finish it, I think we all can imagine scenarios in our life where we're like, this sucks getting up early, yeah. you know, yep. spending like, let's say we're like, we just need to spend more time in the Bible or any time in the Bible in the morning. Well, now I got to get up at 5 a.m., right? That's mm-hmm. going to be painful. It's going to make the whole day more tired or whatever until you get used to it. Working right. out, everybody's sore when they first start working out. If you're not sore, you're not doing it right. right. <laughs> Eating differently, like choosing healthier mm-hmm. things or saying no to things that you know aren't going to, like even if someone decides to go gluten-free, right? Like Melissa's daughter, Ella, has yeah. decided that that makes her feel better and she sees a huge yeah. difference. Well, 
that requires mm. discipline, a lot of discipline, mm. planning in advance, yeah. shopping differently, mm-hmm. kind of spending yeah. more money. Everything yeah. costs more money. None of that yeah. is pleasant in the moment. It's all painful. But later, all discipline yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Like we will mm. always be grateful later for the things that we chose to do in self-discipline. And like Ella, right. if she like she's been getting sick, if she has like accidental gluten or whatever, and she's just like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. I didn't even realize how bad it was until she mm-hmm. removed it. And maybe she yeah. won't need to eat gluten-free forever because mm-hmm. some people it's just a season and then they can mm-hmm. kind of reintroduce it or whatever. But yep. now she is I don't she doesn't regret it at all. She's like, at first, right. I'm sure the first week was so overwhelming and hard, but now she's like, mm-hmm. oh man this is bringing me the the results I want. And that's what self-discipline right. does. Is it? Well, it's, okay, no, go ahead. No, I, I just keep thinking of all these scenarios. I'm like, you never regret when you hold your tongue in or keep your temper mm-hmm. in a fight. You never yeah. regret when you, when you do the workout, you mm-hmm. never get to the end of the day and think, oh, I shouldn't have worked out today. Right. <laughs> like you never regret when you choose not to eat two pieces of cake mm-hmm. you know you eat half a piece of cake instead because self-discipline doesn't mean removal of everything mm-hmm. it just means maybe not having all of it you know right when we're not saying I there's just, anything wrong with having two pieces of cake but if you're like no. I ate that because I yeah. was out of control and now I feel sick right that is yes. not self-discipline self-discipline right. is exactly. I'm going to stop eating when I'm satisfied eat what you mm-hmm. want but stop eating yeah. when you're satisfied there and yeah we blur that line all the time exactly and I just, I think that is something that I think about is when I, when I am struggling maybe to give up a habit or to, um, or to implement a new healthier mm-hmm. habit or whatever, I have to think to myself that, okay, I know I'm not going to regret this mm-hmm. later, right. like, mm-hmm. but if I choose to not do it right now, I'm going to regret it. Cause then I'm going to have to start it tomorrow. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, or and- choosing to save your money instead of blowing it all the time. You will yep. never regret later when you have thousands of dollars in your bank account. Right. But you might regret the bunch of things you bought that inevitably don't last. Right? Can't even you can't even account for it. Like right. how often do you, you think I don't though. even know what I spent my money oh on? Oh my gosh, <laughs> one of my kids came and visited me recently and he was like, I spent so much money while I was there. I was like, What? We went out to dinner once and we paid. We went yeah. to the movies and we paid. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't go out with anyone else. And then Joey took them tubing yeah. and there was no yeah. food. Oh wait, they stopped it in and out, but Joey didn't pay because they were in separate cars. So I'm like yeah. But so still. you bought food at the airport and in and out. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I came with $500 and left with 40. Now, Whoa, you know yeah. exactly which kid this is. Yeah. And we're yeah. like, this is his life. We're like, where? And he's like, I have no idea where all my money went. And we're like, literally, yeah. did you just throw it down? Yeah. The, like, <laughs> you just threw it around as you walked down the street. How much money could you possibly have spent at the airport? Like, <laughs> right, right. He didn't go shopping yeah, and exactly. buy any clothes and like. He's not going to, he literally has no idea at the end of like a four day trip. He had no idea where all his money went, but if he'd come back with $450 and was like, Oh, I'm going to save that for the next trip. Mm -hmm. He would never regret having that. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He would, he would be the first to say he really lacks (laughs) self-discipline. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He would. Oh my goodness. Okay. Do we have a challenge? Um, I think that first of all, obviously always identify, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I would say if you feel like you're struggling with self-discipline kind of across the board, don't identify all of them. You go insane and you're going to fail <laughs> right away. So find one. So for me, here is my biggest thing. When I can stay disciplined and getting into bed by 10 o'clock yeah. at night, because I am a night owl, you guys, it is, if I'm not in bed by 10, I'm awake until one or two in yes. the morning. Like it just, 
without fail. Now, sometimes I like that because sometimes that's when I get to see my older kids. That's Mm. when I have good conversation. But on the regular, especially during the school year, because I get up early and make them breakfast in the morning, I don't function. I can't do that. So most for me, kind of every good habit hinges on me getting to bed at a good time. Because if I get to bed at Mm -hmm. a good time, then I get up easily Mm -hmm. and I make them breakfast and then I can have my quiet time and I can work out Mm -hmm. and I can do the dishes Mm -hmm. and I can do laundry and I can get be productive and and um, whereas if I'm up late, it ruins my whole next day. Like it just, mm-hmm. it does because I can't function. Mm-hmm. So find the one thing that kind of makes the biggest impact yeah. on the regular and start with that. Um, and then start imagining how, how, okay, if like, let's say yours is just eating well, like let's say you don't eat healthy. So you're kind of always sluggish. Yeah. And so what if instead of having fried food for, for today, I implemented veggies and, you know, good protein or whatever, how might I feel different? Right tomorrow and that's not to say based on this you should only eat vegetables and you don't eat but it's like no. well instead of being like i'm never gonna eat fried food again you're like how about i just yeah. start implementing some good things drinking more yes. water it's not like stop mm-hmm. eating soda or stop drink or drinking soda or stop no. drinking coffee like it's yeah. more like we'll implement more of the good more good yeah, yeah exactly and not focusing yeah, so much on oh, well now we have to be done with that and it's like well right very few things i mean obviously like gossiping and stuff you just need to cut it off like but mm-hmm. it's like alcohol. Maybe we drink too much alcohol, but we don't necessarily mm-hmm. need to cut off alcohol. We just need to drink different. Drink less. Of it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 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 And so I agree because most people, when they just remove everything, mm-hmm. they're not going to succeed. In fact, they usually overindulge then. Exactly. I mean, usually it's true. What happens. Mm-hmm. And so find the one thing that kind of will hinge everything else to help you make better decisions and start implementing the opposite of whatever that yeah. is. All right. Well, thank you guys. Um, this has been great, and we will yeah. see you next week. See you next week. You might Bye. feel that your life is a mess, but don't feel bad. Ours is too, but we own a microphone and we have no shame. That's why we'll talk about how our life is a mess nonetheless. That's the name of our podcast.